from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty deckheads? What the the hell is going on? My voice is not cooperating. Let's try that again. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. This is episode 744 or something like that. Excuse me. We'll see if the voice cooperates. I doubt it. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Glad you're here. Thank you for joining me along for the ride today uh, as we do our last show of the week. Fail. Yeah, last show of the week. Uh, I'll be driving to... um, Hey, Rob, thank you for the resub, buddy. Much appreciated. So smoking good or just resubscribe for 23 months. 23 bitches. Let's go. Um, Yeah, last show of the week. uh, I'll be driving to Birmingham, Alabama tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow through Sunday, driving back on Monday. So we won't have a show on Monday either. It is about a 10 to 11 hour drive. So definitely not doing anything on the road or what have you. Uh, Next show will be Tuesday of next week. Uh, So buckle up, kids. We got a lot of shit to get to over the next two hours-ish or so. Yeah. Um, Hold on one. Un un momento, por favor. Por favor. Let Let me fix... What the heck is that? I don't know what's going on with my slide deck over here, but it's acting like it don't know me. Acting like it don't know me over here. I don't know why I'm doing John McClain. Um, Yeah, so we've got to discuss the AFC-NFC title game. No, Tony said eight-hour show today. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Rob said this comedy thing is really cutting into your real job. You want to guess which one pays better? Huh? You want to guess? Neither. That's which one. Um, Stephen, one of guys said, how are we feeling today, Barry? Uh, emotionally or like um, uh, 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 physically? Emotionally, we're uh, about a three out of ten. Physically, probably a six, five and a half, six out of ten. So, yeah, we're, <clears throat> we're hanging in there, though. We're, we're doing okay. I don't know why I'm talking in the third person like I'm the Ricky Henderson of Twitch. Barry is doing pretty good. Welcome to me on deck. Would that be weird? I should do a whole show where I just refer to myself in the first person. Steven says, so altogether, that's like a nine. 
I wouldn't exactly have broken it up that way, but uh, yeah. Okay. I'll take it. I could use a nine right now. I'll tell you that damn much. Um, yeah, so we've got uh, AFC, NFC title games to discuss. <coughs> we've got to discuss this Hall of Fame, this Major League Baseball Hall of Fame bullshit. I've got that on the headlines along with some other headlines for you. Um, I got a couple of videos we didn't get to earlier in the week that I want to get to. And then just some general rigmarole, just some general convo. I don't have anything major or special planned for this show. May cut out a little early uh, just to get a few things done that I'll need to get done before I head out on the road. Uh, ain't no discussion. Mahomes greater than Lamar. That's what Barbell Rehab says. Mahomes greater than Lamar. Fact. I mean, what do you want me to argue? You want me to disagree with you? I'm not going to disagree with you in that regard. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest football player on the planet. Of course he's better than Lamar. He's better than everybody that's playing football right now. He was better than Tom Brady when Brady's last year or two was there. Uh, at Tampa. So, yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest right now. Not of all time. He's not a GOAT. He's the greatest now. So, yes, I agree with you, Barbell Rehab. Patrick Mahomes is greater than Lamar. The question becomes, does Patrick Mahomes have enough people around him to beat Lamar? Huh? 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 <coughs> Excuse me. So that's what that's what we'll we'll get into a little bit and you know, we'll just have some discussions, just us chatting. Just chatting me and and just the chat and Barry. I'm gonna try to do the whole third person thing the whole show, see if that'll work. I'm sorry, Barry's going to try to do the whole third-person thing the whole show. Let's see if that'll work. Barbell said, give MVS some stick em and we'll be all right. I mean, let's not act like you blew out the bills either, okay? But we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <clears throat> we'll get to all that. Um, did we... On Monday, let me go back and look at my slides, and because and, and, that usually is a good indication of of the topics of conversation. Did we? Okay, not that one. Nope, that's the MP3 of the show. Yeah, we did. Okay, okay. I was gonna say, did we do the uh, Caitlin Clark thing? We absolutely did. I just wanted to make sure we did because I didn't want to I didn't want to miss that. All right. Well, we got a lot to get to. We've got a birthday today, so that's cool. Love that. <coughs> Your boys under the weather. I apologize again. I'll be coughing periodically throughout the show. Uh, so I apologize in advance for that. Um, Steven, the weather guy had asked where was I headed? I, sir. Wait, what? What is that? Oh, that's super duper weird. Why is that like that? Okay, that makes no sense. No sense. Hmm. Go figure. All right, I'll just have to create these on the fly. I don't. Something's wrong with my um slides uh but have no fear all right so um we have a birthday today too 
So we have to celebrate that. Now, I might not do a shot. It just depends on how I feel. Um, and probably not great. But we've got a, we've got a birthday to, to get to. And, yeah, uh, see another guy. Heading to Birmingham, Alabama. That's where I'm headed, brother. Birmingham, Alabama. Second time at the Stardome. The world famous. I don't know if that's the case. Just trying to make it sound more important than it is. All right, let's do some sports headlines. Let's go. Well, I can't forget that. Uh, here's sports headlines for the day. Let's go. Billy Wagner snubbed. It's a Travis Sham mockery. It's the biggest load of bull crap in the whole wide dumb world that Billy Wagner is not in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame or the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's dumb. It's stupid. It sucks. It's a bunch of haters, and they can all suck it, okay? <laughs> What's up, CC? Um, the here, here's the here's the here's the thing. Somebody, and I heard I heard somebody talking about this. I don't remember who it was or or, or what what exactly it was. Um, but basically, they they said that they want to make him wait. That some people were kind of waiting to the end to turn in their votes just to see how close it was going to be so that they made him wait one more year. Why? What's the significance in making him wait another year? You know, this if if that is true, let me be real clear here. If that is true, if there are people out there saying, I want him to wait another year, I'm going to make him wait another year, so I'm just not going to vote for him just to make him wait, they should shut down the entire voting process for the Baseball Hall of Fame or at least strip all of these morons of their rights to vote and let people that just genuinely give a shit about the sport vote. Because to sit there and act like, oh, I am God, I am Lord, I am over, I hold your destiny in my hands. Earmuffs for a second, kids. Bro, fuck you. How dare you? What 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 right do you have as a baseball writer? First of all, I've never met a baseball writer with good teeth. Okay, so if you want to have like a bad mouth Hall of Fame, it would be filled with pretentious cocksucking baseball writers. Facts. Second of all, how, how I mean, bro, if you don't think he's worthy of being in, then don't vote for him. I'm fine with that. We can have that argument. But if you do think he's worthy of being in the Baseball Hall of Fame, you're just not going to vote this year and make him wait one more year. What is that about? If you think he's in, then vote for him to be in. If you don't, then don't. It's ridiculous. It is it is pretentious. It is it, it's I don't I don't know I don't know what they're th- what they think they're doing or what they yeah, it's like they have this god complex. It's disgusting. And the baseball writers of America and the Baseball Hall of Fame should all be ashamed of themselves. If it's true that somebody said, I just think he should have to wait another year. For what? Either he's worthy or he's not worthy. Do my eyes and ears deceive me? Holy cow, would you look at this? Looky here, looky here. What's up, Killian Music? Nick Gamboa said agreed. Been an issue for a long time. Oh, my goodness gracious. Welcome in, my guy, my dude, Kyle King, coming in on the raid. Kyle, sir, 
How are you, my friend? How have you? Kyle and I haven't talked in freaking forever. I don't even know if he came in on the raid. I'll be honest. Sometimes I raid a channel. I don't go. I'm tired. I don't feel like participating. So I just send everybody over and I bail. But welcome in, Raiders. If you're new to the program, my name is Barry Labanac. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Labanac. And uh, <laughs> no, no, this is not. No, this is definitely not the nipple-sucking stream. It's the host-sucking stream where your host sucks pretty much all the time. And not in a good or erotic way. <clears throat> um. So, yeah, I, I welcome into the Raiders. Kyle, thank you, buddy, man. Kyle, it's been too long, bro. It's been way too long. We need to, we need to catch up one day. Uh, surprised to see you streaming in the middle of the day, pal. Good to see you. I, I miss your musk, too. <laughs> Barbell Rehab said, hey, yo, pause, Barry. No, I shan't be pausing. I shan't pause, sir. Kyle, we're discussing Baseball Hall of Fame. And we were discussing how Billy Wagner's not in again. And I had heard, and I honestly don't even remember where I heard it um, or who said it, but it was on one of these talking head shows or it was, it was something like that. And I think maybe, maybe I heard it on the news, like a, like a Randy McElvoy said it on channel two that, that he had heard, or maybe it was uh, one of the dudes that does channel 13 news. Anyway, somebody had said that one of the writers for the Baseball Hall of Fame said that they wanted to make him make Billy Wagner wait another year. And that just that's just preposterous. Preposterous. It's absurd. It's obscene. It's disgusting. And whoever that writer or those writers are should have their uh, vote stripped away at the very least. The whole process should just be done away with. It's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. I mean, baseball writers are so god-awful pretentious. Really. Um, What are we talking about? Oh, Demata. Hey, what's up, Demata? What are we talking about? Pete Rose, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens? No! Billy Wagner is who we're talking about. Kyle Kingshaw said, All I've had to keep your memory alive is the TikTok of you getting roasted and the one where you wear a snowman suit. <laughs> well, that's... I guess that... Whatever... Whatever keeps me top of mind, hey, you know, it's if that's what you are jerking it to, um, you know, okay, I'll I'll take it. It's flattering. Um, I've never understood the well. You're not a Hall of Famer right now, but maybe in three or four years, you're either Hall of Famer or you're not. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. <clears throat> it's like, if you think he's in, then just vote him in. But don't make him wait till next year to get him in. Why are you making the man wait? Why are you making him wait? It is it is stupid and it is asinine. Very nice. Very nice. I like it. I'm fan. Thank you for the 100 bids, buddy. That was the wrong one. Uh, I think the wrong alert fired off. Uh, appreciate you, Homo Astros fan. See, like I said, they stripped Dan Levitard of his vote because he based his vote on a poll he took of the common folk. But they let these assholes keep their votes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to know who all gets to vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame. And they should make it public. Because that's the other thing is, these cowards hide behind their votes. Is it public? Um, 
Is the Baseball Hall of Fame vote public? National Baseball Hall of Fame, how does voting work? <clears throat> Here we go. Uh, here's the most important thing to know about the two-tiered voting system for the election of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. The second of which will be completed yeah. Tuesday and announced finally. Hey, Kyle King, just resubscribe! Yeah, bitches, he says. Kyle, how's the gig going out there? You still out in uh, Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I see. Okay. That's not how that goes at all. Um, this says, hold on here. I'm going to put this on the screen so you guys can see. <coughs> oh, look at us. Killian Music, thank you for the 100 bits. We got us a little, uh, hype train. Just started too. Look at that. I'll be, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Um, nap time. Oh, good for you. Good for you, buddy. You get that nap in. Um, you still doing mornings? Huh? It's got to be. Cal gets up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Every morning. Couldn't be me, fam. I just wouldn't go to bed. Could not be me. Could not be me. Um, here is the... Here's what they're saying about how the vote works. I'm going to zoom in on this a little bit. Let's see. There we go. Method for voting in most of the players devised by the Hall of Fame board decades ago and implemented by select members of the Baseball Writers Association of America resulted in the induction of about 1% of all who participated in baseball. Um, it says if it seems exclusive and not inclusive, it is, which is ridiculous. Ultimately, in our way of thinking, we don't want it to be easier to get in. We want it to be sufficiently difficult. Hall of Fame President Joe Raywich told Sportico, we think it should be difficult to get in. Stupid. Stupid. Uh, exclusivity is right. Here are the numbers. And I don't care about the numbers. I want to know how they vote. Uh, which players are eligible? Who elects players? Not every member of the Baseball Writers Association can vote for the Hall of Fame. Members are eligible to vote after 10 consecutive seasons of covering baseball and ending 10 years after their active membership in that group transitions to lifetime status. Right now, there are 400 Baseball Writers of Associated American members eligible to vote for the Hall of Fame. In full disclosure, I've been in there since 92. I, uh, a writer can vote for a maximum of 10 players. Eligible writers must officially register each year. Sign a code of conduct. There's no rules save for the clauses stipulates voting should be based upon a player's record, playing ability, integrity, sportsmanship, character, and contributions to the team on which they played. No formal discussions about the candidates. <clears throat> each writer can voluntarily announce their vote, but there isn't a rule making that mandatory. And though... BBWA uh, has voted overwhelmingly several times to stipulate reporting the vote be mandatory. The hall also declined to endorse the rule. The hall. See, that's just chicken shit. That is cowardly. This, this, this message right here, clip this, put this on the interwebs, uh, mark this. This message goes out to every member of the Baseball Writers Association of America who votes in the Hall of Fame. You're a coward if you don't make your vote known. You are a coward if you don't tell us who you voted for each and every year. Stop hiding behind the anonymity of being an asshole. Let us know your votes. What's the big deal? 
If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to hide. But the fact of the matter is, some of you think you're bigger than the sport when in fact, 99% of baseball players get in the Hall of Fame. Coincidentally, 1% is also the number of baseball writers in America that have good teeth. Clip that, bitch. Okay. <clears throat> um, what does this say? No, Dan sold his vote to someone because he thought the Baseball Hall of Fame was on some BS, but that's why they took it. Well, whatever. Either way. Either way, that's what it is. Tony said, I'm up at 4.30 and I feel lazy. Yeah, Nora gets up at 4.30. Mm, that's awful. Awful. <coughs> Jared said, okay, I'm back. Um, FM 149 in Montgomery was closed. Ugh. That sucks. Yeah, I didn't know if I'd be able to get down to the station or not to record the TV show for this weekend. Made it. Um, thought it was going to be touch to go. Not too bad out there. I guess it just depends on where you're at. There's pockets of it. Um, so that was, by the way, thank you guys again, Killian, Kyle, and Homer Astros fan. Thank you for the uh, for the hype train and uh, Kyle King show. Thank you for thank you for the raid, buddy. Get you some sleep, pal. And we'll connect later. Um, excuse me, where to go? Where to go? Really big show. Really big show. I've noticed when I get angry, I just start cursing uncontrollably. I got to get a hold of that. I got to figure that out. I got to figure out why I just default to the most disgusting foul mouth curse words when I'm mad. I don't know. I, I have sit here and said that I'm working on not cursing anymore. It is the hardest thing. I have quit. I have quit smoking. I have quit drinking before. Uh, I quit biting my nails, which was really, really hard because I bit my nails uh, forever. Um... Fingernails, too. Don't nobody in the chat. He's you bet your toenails. No, I can't reach them or else I might. I'm just not that limber. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I quit. I quit smoking. I quit drinking. I quit uh, heroin. And really, it's uh, the hardest thing I've ever done is trying not to curse is to quit cursing. That's harder than any of those other things. Any of those other things. It's crazy. I don't. I don't understand. Um, Stephen, the weather guy said, "With all due respect, you just noticed this." Yeah, yeah, I did. I just noticed it when you're when you're caught up in your own anger. You're not. You're not. You don't. You don't step outside of yourself and look and go, "Huh, look at me going there with all those swear words and the and the mean talk and the anger." Look at that. You're just in the anger. It is a vortex of hate. And you're just going with it. And then you stop and you go, wow. Boy, that was embarrassing. I just said a lot of crazy things I shouldn't have said. <laughs> For every F word, take a cigar and break it. Oh, wow. I would stop that right now. That would be an expensive habit. Uh, you quit being on the radio for a bit. Yeah, that's that's it, Bleed Blue. You know what's crazy, though, Bleed Blue? Is I, in my everyday life, I cuss a lot. F words just flying out the mouth. Yeah. F words flying out of my mouth like bad breath out of Tony the Handsome's mouth. Just. <sighs> Tony's like, why am I catching shots? I'm here supporting you. You know, you were the name I saw in the chat. And it certainly wasn't going to use Donna's name. Her breath smells like a meadow. Okay. I guess. I don't know. 
That one might have never been that close. That would be awkward. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I uh, I just I just naturally curse a lot. And what's weird is I could be on stage doing comedy, curse, 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 curse. Be off stage, hanging out, curse, 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 curse. But you flip that light on the radio, nope. And then I have this weird hang up that I can't be funny in comedy unless I'm cursing. And then I'm like, but I was funny on the radio all the time without cursing. I don't understand what my deal is. I am weird. I need help. I need psychological evaluation. There is mental dumbness up here. I'm not saying I'm crazy. I'm not saying I need to be in the loony bin. But there's seriously, there's some hangups that I have. that I'm like, this makes no sense. Like, I used to be scared of doing improv on stage where I would just do crowd work or mess with the crowd or not, you know, not follow my script, not follow my set list. And I was like, I, I do that every day on the radio. I do that every day where I'm like, I don't follow a set or I don't have it's just whatever comes to mind. We roll with it and it ends up most of the time working and being funny or entertaining. Why can't you trust yourself on stage? I don't know. Why am I talking to me like this? I don't know. Leave me alone. Fine. I will. So that's where I'm at. Uh, <clears throat> I forget where I was going with this. Okay. I don't know. I got ang- angry at the baseball writers of America. Oh, I remember what I was going to show you. Look at this. Look at this nonsense. Look at this tomfoolery. <gasps> I don't recommend doing that, but I mean something along those lines. That's true. Uh, Stephen the other guy said, how about for every effort, Barry has to dig up part of his lawn? I'd be exhausted. It would be like, oh, my God, Laminac, did your house get bombed? It looks like your front yard was in the Ukraine. Okay, that's not appropriate. That was not okay to say that out loud. You see why we don't trust ourselves to just riff? <laughs> H-Town Dude, what's up, homie? H-Town Dude said, I can't go into church anymore. I know. I know. I'll swear in church. I don't care. Lee Blue said, F-bombs aren't what they used to be unless you're in an airport. Speaking of comedy, Gaffigan and Seinfeld are coming to town soon. Oh, wow. That's good times. Um, I've never seen either of them live. It would be an honor, but no. Uh, I cuss every day of my life, using foul language all the time. I talk to my dad every day for work and have never said a curse word in front of him. I don't know how I do it. What? Are you scared to cuss in front of your parents? I know a lot of people are. They're like, well, I don't want to be disrespectful. What? I'm an adult, bro. I mean, granted, I was probably cursing in front of my mom when I was 14. But my mom was the cool mom. You know what I mean? She let me smoke cigarettes. She let me curse. Banging whores and doing cocaine. It was a great childhood. Um, But, yeah. I, I don't know. I never, I never, especially as an adult. I mean, Jared Taylor, for the love of God, how old are you, bro? You're at least 35, aren't you? You're a grown-ass man. You can't cuss in front of your dad. You're not You're not 15 anymore, bro. <coughs> Excuse me. I was well into my 30s before I ever drank in front of Evelyn. What? You drink it? There's no way I would drink in front of Evelyn. Are you crazy? Listen, I'll curse. I'll do blow. Off of a hooker's butthole in front of my mother. I would never drink in front of Evelyn. Are you insane? Have you lost your mind? 
don't think so. Um, Jared said, I'm 37. I do it out of respect. My dad also doesn't drink or gas. What? Or gas? Did you mean orgasm? Your dad doesn't drink orgasm. Chat, do y'all see what I see? Chad, are you seeing this on the screen? My dad doesn't drink orgasm. That is... I am proud of your dad for not drinking orgasm, I guess. I don't know. Tell him I... Tell him I said congratulations. I don't know. That's I just <laughs> Blue Blue said I thought he meant fart. No, I I just think he left the M off. He doesn't drink orgasm. <laughs> Tony said, way to go, Jared's dad. Yeah. Rob said, ah, spoiler alert, that's the secret ingredient to my barbecue is orgasm. Oh, you know Jared wanted that back as soon as he hit sin. <laughs> Cece, how, how old were you before you started drinking orgasm in front of Evelyn? All right. Now, this is not. I'm sorry, Cece, and you didn't deserve that, and it was just me uh, being caught up in the moment, and I love you. All right, let's get back to the sports, guys. This got super weird. I've already said Donald's breath smells like a meadow. Jared's dad is drinking orgasm. This is a lot. This is a lot. All right. Uh, here's the article. Where is it? There we go. Here was the vote. <laughs> See, I have no idea what that even is. Hey, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> oh my gosh uh cc can i show you your your surprise or do you just want me to mail it to you can i show you cc tell me a yes if i can show you it's ready i just need to drop it in the mail i'm gonna have jenny as mom uh, his mom so i owe jared uh taylor a shirt his is gonna be in the mail shit i still owe um uh uh perry a shirt is Perry here right now? Perry, where are you at? Are you in here, Perry? Perry, keep popping my peas in this. Barbara said, well, that really got into the weeds, didn't it? Eh, it's a thing. It, it happens. <clears throat> uh, here you go, Cece, hold on. Oh, shoot, it's out there. It's out in the house. I'll have to go. Hey, Perry's lurking. All right, oh. I'll go get it at a break, CC, and I'll show you. Stick around. Stick around, CC. Uh, all right, here was the vote. This is what these assholes did. Adrian Beltre got in with 95%. Uh, you have to have 75% to get in. Keep that in mind. You have to have 75% vote to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. It says it right there. Uh, top vote getters of the Hall of Fame voting for the class of 2024. Three players reached the 75% election threshold. And they kind of track it like year over year what you get. Because what they do is, because you can only vote for 10 people, um, they'll, you know, 
some years you may not have Wagner, and then once there's enough in, then he might be your 10th, and the next year he might be your ninth or whatever, right? So this was the vote this year. Adrian Beltre got in with 95% of the vote. Todd Helton got in with 79.7% of the vote, which I think is kind of a, a dumb thing. Joe Maurer got in. And Joe Maurer, to me, is just the missionary position of baseball players. Joe Maurer, Fred McGriff. I mean, Fred McGriff's numbers actually surprised me a little bit. I was kind of shocked at how good Fred McGriff's numbers were, but he kind of reminds me of Frank Gore. He just played forever. So it's hard to not have numbers when you play baseball for 40 years. Um, Let's see. Maurer was an MVP. Five silver sluggers. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Six-time All-Star, AL MVP, three-time Gold Glove, five-time Silver Slugger, three-time AL Batting Champ. Okay. He had 143 home runs. 143 home runs. He runs batted in 923. That is a paltry low amount. If you're getting 80 to 100 a year, like, I don't know. That just seems, hold on. There we go. Joe Maurer. Let's see where he ranks. Uh, he hit 306 for his career. 143 home runs. That's just, that's just ridiculous. And this is who they're putting in. Blech. Blech. Uh, McGriff had those instructional videos. Of course, he was great. True. Yeah, Rob said, so this means he pretty much is guaranteed to get in next year. Well, that's the thing. Yes, that's the that's the consensus, Rob. Hence the rant that I went on. And I want to expand upon that rant a little bit before we get back to the rest of the headlines. Because and I'm just angry about this because, I mean, Billy Wagner is one of the four or five best closers to ever pitch in baseball. Ever. His strikeout per nine innings is higher than Mariano Rivera's. I mean, the dude just had ridiculous numbers. His strikeout per nine was like 13. And this is a man who at one point, where's his K per nine at? Uh, I don't see right now. <clears throat> there it is. Strikeout per nine. 11.9. It was 12. That is insane. An 11.9 strikeout per nine innings? That's insane. That means he's striking out more than one batter an inning on average. So when you bring him in, auto, automatic out. There's at least one guy going to strike out. So if you bring him in in the ninth to close out a game, guess what? You know he's going to get one out for sure. That's how good that is. So, and the crazy thing is, man, and this dude started off. A lot of you won't remember this because you came to the bandwagon on the Astros late, but Billy Wagner was a starter to begin his career. He wasn't even a, a, a reliever. He was just out there throwing gas, starting games. And then they were like, you know what? Maybe you should be a reliever. And so he did. Uh, he started, you know, he he became a reliever. Um, and he he would uh, let's see where is it? <sighs> uh, 
let's see. Chandler Rome will be leading the Wagner Parade next year. Does he get a vote next year? I bet he will. I bet he will. Uh, let's see. Where did it go? Oh, the dude is boring. Isn't last year of eligibility generally giving guys a big bump, or am I making that up? No, that's that's usually what happens, Bleed Blue. That's usually what happens is that they'll eventually... Um, they'll eventually put them... Uh, Put them over. They'll 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 give them enough. But here's the thing. Okay, let's. I just I was gonna go down the rabbit hole with Joe Maurer, but he he doesn't get it. I'm not wasting any more time with him. But let's think about this for a second. If this was the entire ballot, and I and I believe it was, um, <clears throat> and let's just assume that these were just the top vote getters. That means that they're for 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 twenty six point two percent. Of the people that voted, there were 10 other names on this list. On this list, there were 10 names better than Billy Wagner that they would put in the Hall of Fame over him. So forget Beltray, Helton, and Maurer. That means other people chose Sheffield, cheater. <clears throat> Andrew Jones, cheater. Carlos Beltran, cheater. Alex Rodriguez, cheater. Manny Ramirez, cheater. I mean, this is just this, this, this uh, Andy Pettit cheater, Jimmy Rollins. Like, whoa, bro, what are we doing? By the way, lots of Phillies all at once. Utley, Abreu, Rollins. I think Wagner was a, was Wagner a Philly? Like, what, what, okay, excluding the top three. What's the other seven names you're putting ahead of Billy Wagner? Who, by the way, who, by the way, put up those ridiculous numbers against all these cheaters. This was his era. He's out there striking out the Sheffields and the Manny Ramirez's and all of these cheating ass cheaters. What? You suck baseball, you suck baseball writers of America, and you suck baseball Hall of Fame. I hate all of you equally. And I hope all of you, I hope all your teeth fall out. What, whichever ones you have left. <clears throat> uh, Stephen said, Stephen Lokar said, Ichiro isn't unanimous next year, all the writers should be fired. Oh, the, he won't be. Ichiro won't be unanimous, bro. Was right-handed and broke arm and learned lefty. Oh, yeah. No shit. Didn't know that. That's wild. Uh, yes, this is the last year of his eligibility, Donna. <laughs> Jared said, what's wild? I specifically only remember him as a starter. Hey, what's up, Dre? Hall of Fame writers lick on donkey sticks. That's true. That's true. Hey, um... Quick update, and we're going to get back to the sports headlines because we still got a bunch of stuff to do. Uh, quick update. If you are a member of the Patreon, if you're a member of the uh, Barry on Deck Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Barry on Deck, which means you're supporting the show. You're helping keep the show on air because, you know, daddy's got bills to pay, and it's tough to do this for free. So supporting the show allows you to take control and be the program director and the producer because, remember, Let's all not forget how we got here. We got here because ESPN chose to lay me off. And no one else had a say in it. And so this is kind of y'all's way to have a say 
and helping me keep this show rolling. Uh, what does this say for Barry on deck next week? Oh. Um, okay. So, Jen, we talked this weekend. Hey, what's up, Jet? Good to see you, sweetie. Jen and I talked, not this weekend, we talked yesterday morning. And we decided we're going to do football squares again for the big super game in a bowl. Last thing I need is, hey, you can't use it. She's in desist. How about suck it and rest? <clears throat> so we are going to do squares again. Jen has already posted it in the Discord under fantasy gambling. Uh, she put instructions on what you need to do, how you need to sign up. Uh, squares are five bucks a piece. And let's see, ignore any requests that are not via email. Once I receive your request, I'll send you an email. Okay, so it'll all be done that way. Now, the trick is we're not opening it up to the public until you guys have had a chance to join. <coughs> all right, so, excuse me. We're letting all the Patreon and Discord members get in first. Now, in years past, we've had four square. We've had four cards. We've had a Discord slash Patreon only card. Well, Jen and I both have been through the ringer in the last six months or so. And so we were like, you know what? Let's just, we want to do squares and we want to provide that as a service and, and fun for everybody. But uh, I'll be damned if we want to make it a ton of work this time around. So uh, we're just going to do two two boards, and when they're full, they're full. All right? So get in while you can. Don't hemming and hawing around. And, well, I'll join next week because we ain't adding a third because what inevitably ends up happening is we add a third and you sell 10 squares. And now you're like, well, shit, we got to fill up these other squares. And now we gotta, we're scrambling to find people. Nah. We know we can fill up two squares, no problem. So, get in. If you are a member of the Discord, well, if you're a member of the Patreon, you get access to the Discord. So, if you're a member of the Patreon, uh, I'll be pasting that info on the post itself for somebody like Reyes that is uh, not allowed on the Discord, but still a member of the Patreon. So, I'll, I'll get that out there for you. No worries, no problem. Uh, beep it up said I got locked in on my discord account and have to make a new account. How do I get a new invite? That's a good question. Dubs. Um, I may have to refer you to like Patreon support to figure out how to reconnect. Cause I, I, I can't control any of it dubs, but send me a mess. You sh well, yeah, send me a message, bro. And I will, um, I'll try. I'll try to figure it out. Jen, are you still locked out? Jen was just bringing up your name. She was like, uh, "I think Jen was having problems." I was like, "Last time I saw it, she was in. She said she she figured it out." <clears throat> um. <coughs> um. Um. My code expired, and I never got in. Uh, did you read that post that I I I sent you? Yeah, you guys email me. Here, look, just email me, okay? Or Jen. One of us will help you. There's my email, barry at barryondeck.com. Okay? Oh, look, go into Patreon and link your account to BOD. There you go. Um, but email me, and that way I can kind of get a chain going and, and, and try to help you out in some way. Because I want you guys to be on the Discord. It's so much fun. <clears throat> 
So, um, yeah. So there you go. And then once, once that, so they're there, that's up and going now. And then once those are full, it's full. We're not doing more than two, two boards and it'll all be online. It's all digital. And so, yeah, get in while you fit in. If, if, and come Tuesday, when I'm back from Birmingham, Alabama, I will announce it on my social media. And then you know what's going to happen there. It just blows up and goes wild. I wish that was true. Um, so, yeah, get in. Get in now and get all your squares in. Because I'm going to buy some. Jen's going to buy some. Nora will probably have some. Well, now, what you don't have to worry about is my dad buying any squares. He's dead. So, that frees up those. Okay. Damn, Jared Taylor said I'm already in for 10. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. That's, oh my God. All right, let's get back to our sports headlines. Uh, Doc Rivers is your new Milwaukee Bucks head coach. They freaked out. The Bucks kind of, I feel like, they kind of they kind of freaked out. They just fired Adrian Griffin. They just up and were like, get out. He's. They said he lost the team. He lost the locker room. It was just a weird deal. Um, and so he gone and they go out and they hire Doc Rivers to replace him. And I think in my mind, now I don't know this. I would need somebody like Joseph blank to come on the show and share his insight and wisdom, uh, because he, he knows people and he knows everybody in the NBA, but I'm sure he has folks on the inside, especially with the bucks, a, uh, a team near and dear to his heart. I would be willing to bet you folks, and I don't know this for sure, but I'd be willing to bet you, uh, I'd be willing to bet you that that, uh, that that Griffin lost the locker room. I'd be willing to bet you he fell out of favor. And I wouldn't say locker room. I'd say Giannis. If Giannis doesn't believe in you on that, that's Giannis's team. Make, make this, Giannis is LeBron, okay? He's pulling all the strings. He's making all the decisions at the end of the day. So if Giannis wants Doc Rivers to be the new coach, if Giannis doesn't want Adrian Griffin to be the head coach, then then by God, those are the things that are going to take place. They're, they're, and that's smart. They, they should kiss Giannis's ass and give him whatever he wants because he's a rare player. They, those, those, those are once-in-a-generation kinds of guys that you get on your team. So you better do everything you can to build around him. So there you go. Uh, he probably asked him to play defense. Probably. Jared Taylor said, I don't, I don't mess around. I'm taking all y'all dickheads money. Oh, he said dickheads. I, I may have changed it. Rudy said, I think a scandal. You think so, Rudy? Ooh, juicy. It's like Ime Adoku. I wonder if he was banging a ball boy. More like balls boy. <laughs> Okay, now, and, and that's not a pedophile joke. There are there are adult ball boys, ball men. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. If Doc wins the championship this year, will it have an asterisk? No, why would it have an asterisk? No. No, it won't. They're second right now in, in in the East, right? Is that is that correct? Let me see. Sambe. Let's see. Oh, for the love of Pete, what are we doing here? Internets. Uh, NBA standings. Here we go. You like how like when I when I when I 
don't curse, it is corny. For the love of Pete, what's happening? I mean, I need to get into that uh, mode, by the way, because I think this weekend when I'm in Birmingham, I think the guy I'm opening for, I have to work clean. And ugh, I hate doing clean comedy. I know I should. I need to. I absolutely should be writing 100% clean comedy, but it's just not who I am. I just don't feel that. But that's the that's the way, you know what I mean? You got to be funny and not curse. And if you could do that, oh, you're good coming. Whatever. Milwaukee's three and a half games back. They're in second place, but they're three and a half games back currently. So there you go. They're a plus 4.1. I mean, this, this dude didn't take over Atlanta. He didn't take over Washington. He didn't take over the Raptors. Where's mine's at? Don't say it three times. Raptors, Raptors, Raptors. Uh, I mean, and he didn't take over Boston. So it's not like the asterisk is because eh, it's just a coaching change. Why would it, why would it be an asterisk? He uh, probably asked him to play. Let's see. Liverpool is up one, nothing at one nil. You know, you know what? Liverpool is up one to nothing at the half three up three Oh three to zero up aggregate. Do I have timeout point? Do I have timeout points? Because I would like to time Sean out for this ridiculous soccer updates. <laughs> CC's like, crap, dang it, Barry, don't do it. Uh, Seinfeld does clean comedy well. Yeah, it's kind of not my thing, though. I grew up on Def Comedy Jam. I mean, I grew up on that raw, raw dog has spoken. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I grew up on Def Comedy Jam. Um, I loved Eddie Murphy. I love, you know what I mean? Like that was, I don't know. I'm, I'm more Bill Burr than Jerry Seinfeld. Um, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Sam Kennison. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Eric, what's up, buddy? Eric was like, what, 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 what? Soccer, 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 soccer. Uh, do comedians watch other stand-up? Yes or no, and why? It's a good question, Bleed Blue. Um, uh, let me answer it in just a second. Here's the thing. <clears throat> like, I like... And don't get me wrong. It's not that I think that clean comedy sucks, right? There are people that be like, clean comedy sucks. Women aren't funny. How come I can't say midget on stage? Like, okay. There's like four people that do that. But that's this what they do. Um... <clears throat> But the 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 long and the short of it, aha, callback, major joke. Okay. There are hilarious comics that are 100% clean. And they're so funny, you don't even realize that, that they haven't cursed. And to me, that's the brilliant, that's the brilliance of a good, clean comic. Like, I hate the ones that are like, I'm a Christian comedian and you should come to my show because I do clean comedy for the whole family. Come and be Christian. It's like, okay, you know what? That's like a, that's a weird flex. That's like a weird thing to say. <clears throat> just, just do comedy, bro. People will know if you curse or if you have offensive material or if you have adult-themed material. Right? Like, there's comics that I can watch that never cuss. They don't talk about disgusting topics like sex. 
or the Dallas Cowboys. All right, I just lost. Cece, it's a joke. It was a joke. She's going to be so mad at me. Oh, shit. I really got to make sure her shirt, she likes her shirt. Oh, look, total Dallas got mad. You just got to say dag nabbit in a funny way that I'd never even know if you cussed. True. Uh, oh, H-Town dude uh, grew up a Red Skelton fan. Nice. So so there are some, yeah, Bill Cosby did clean comedy and he was hilarious. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here's the thing. There are some comics out there that are 100% clean, squeaky clean, and you're just like, didn't even notice. Brian Regan. Oh, my God. Brian Regan is hilarious dude never cusses never never cusses and i didn't even notice it until someone pointed it out brian regan absolutely hilarious nate bargazzi unbelievably funny never cusses dusty slay squeaky clean never cusses i mean it's just uh, you know there's uh uh who's another one uh it's nate it's oh Oh, who is it? Huh? I don't remember who it was. Anyways, someone was joking last week about getting Lamar injured. Really? But I digress. What? Who is joking about Lamar getting injured? Somebody was saying they hope he gets injured? Or that he got? Oh, I don't understand. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, Jim Gaffigan... Gaffigan's another good one that's clean, um, but I tend to notice, right? But here's the thing, like, what I don't notice, what I do notice more than anything, it was someone's not funny. Now, there's the ones that are like, I'm a Christian comedian. It's like, okay, mm, no one gives a shit. And they're not saying that because they truly have a passion for the Lord and want to try to convert you. That's code for, it's safe to bring your kids, so just say, hey, my comedy's for everybody. Why just say that? You know, I don't know. And I don't want your boy's a clean comedian. I'm killing it on dry bar. <laughs> That's the weird thing. That's the weird thing. Is I'm starting to pick up a few followers here and there. Cause they posted so my dry bar special is still number one on the dry bar comedy website. And then they posted a video on YouTube and then they put one on their Facebook, which is dope because they've had, you know, I mean, the YouTube videos up to like almost 90,000 views, which is awesome. Facebook. So, you know, I'm getting a trickling of new fans and they're all from the dry bar comedy platform, which was a 100% clean comedy. So, you know, they're like, I really like this guy and his funny bits about tornadoes. And then they go to my thing, and I'm like, shit, fuck, bitch, doo-doo. They're like, oh, my God, what? That's not, oh, my God. Timmy, cover your eyes and ears. This is appalling. So <clears throat> I'm probably going to have as many unsubscribes as I do subscribes over the next couple of weeks. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Bleep Blue says, spitballing here. Clean comedians are more telling stories about things they lived than things they didn't do personally. I mean, I tell stories. My closer is almost 10 minutes long, and it's not clean. 
And it's a story about going to get an ultrasound on my balls because my doctor thought I had cancer. It's just not clean. Uh, but it's a it's a true story. So I mean, clean comedians, uh, it 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 tends to be more. I mean, most comedy is observational, anyways, and it's whether it's disguised as one liners or whatever. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's clean comedians are more telling stories about things they've lived. I mean, I tell stories about things I've lived, and they're usually involve cussing. But that's just me. So I don't know. Uh, <sighs> um. Oh, thought it was a female. Maybe it was Jet. Mm. What does it say? Remember Eddie talking about Cosby getting on him? Tell Bill I said that Coke and smile and shut the fuck up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, uh, that's a good question. Nick said, could you make it clean? Probably not. What is this? Love you, but I don't think you are. You bring it up a lot. Is that for me, CZ, or is that for Dre? Is that me, or was that Dre? I don't know who that's for. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the chat. Am I? I'm derailing the show. Oh, it's for Jeremy B. Oh shit! Oh, was he the? Uh, was he doing dirty things on the air? What happened? Whoa! Spill the tea, sister. Um, I just realized the ticker's not going across there. There we go. Uh, hey, what's up, Christopher Mina? Be careful driving in that rain, bro. So real quick to answer the question, and then we'll get back to some of the uh, 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 stories. Wait, what the heck? Why'd that stop? Somebody said, do, I, do, com do comics watch other comedians? Yes and no. Some do, some don't. For a while, I was, I mean, I used to love, I love comedy, so I would watch it all the time. And then when I first started, it's, I, I watched it more. And then I got to the point where I, I didn't watch it at all. And really, it was a stupid reason because it was like, well, I don't want to accidentally write something that I saw subconsciously. And I was like, okay, well, I wouldn't do that. But to be honest with you, I think it was more about I didn't want to know that they wrote it, if I'm being honest. Like, if I had an idea for a bit, but I knew that comedian X had that idea or had a bit very similar or just like it. Well, I'm like, shit. But if I don't know it exists, I write it. It's mine. I write it the way I would write it. And then if I find out it exists or whatever, I can either drop it or change it or whatever. So I just kind of didn't want to know what everybody else was saying and writing about because I just wanted to be able to write the jokes I wanted to tell. So it was a stupid thing. It was stupid, but whatever. Excuse me. So, uh, but I'm back to watching comedy. I just watched my boy Dusty Slay's comedy special on Netflix. You guys should all watch it. It's hilarious. Clean. Squeaky clean. Not squeaky clean. You got one. It's clean, though. It's a, it's 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 clean, no cursing. It's family friendly. Um But yeah, I've watched I've watched more comedy in the last six months to a year than I have the previous is seven years, maybe six years. So 
whatever. Uh, I think that's it. I think that covers all the questions in the chat. Okay, I have no idea what's going on. What's up, Heartthrob? Good to see you, buddy. All right, here we go. Rest of the headlines. Oh, DJ Matty. <clears throat> DJ Matty, thank you for the 69. I like uh, uh, it is National Matthew Day. Happy day to me. Congratulations, me. Yes, congratulations to you, Matt, on Matthew Day. Uh, the Titans uh, promote Rand Carthen. I was like, what does that mean? The Titans promote Rand Carthen, Chad Brinker, and hired Brian Callahan. Away from the Cincinnati Bengals. Brian Callahan was the OC for the Bengals. And uh, I know it's not pronounced that way. That's the the pop group. Doesn't matter. Bengals, bingles, bongles. Browns in six. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're, they're not in the playoffs, so it really doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, Brian Callahan. Getting credit, like, everybody was like, oh, that's, that's a good hire. Is it? Is it a good hire? I don't know. Titan Hugo, where you at, bro? Titan Hugo, please report to the chat. Titan Hugo, are you happy with uh, one Sir Brian Callahan? I mean, he, uh, they were like, oh, look what he did with Joe Burrow. And then Browning, What? Yeah, look at that. Look what he did with Browning. Like, not a lot. Uh, some. I don't know. I think there were better names out, uh, to be quite honest with you. But you, 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 I think the thought process might have been, I mean, if he could do that with Browning, think what he could do for you. It's like, nah, that's, that's not how that works, fam. But maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe so. So congratulations to the Titans for getting their head coach. And lastly, Draymond Green is not going to be on Team USA. <clears throat> and the reason that they cited is because of his suspension from the NBA after punching a bunch of Euros. And um, and an anonymous source with Team USA was not quoted as saying, uh, yeah, we just know his history of punching Euros in the face. And that's all we're going to be playing in the Olympics is Euros. So we can't have him over there just punching all the white people. End quote. <clears throat> Stretch for a UPS joke. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. Uh, I'm going to throw a now available DC on the free agent board. Vic Fangio is looking for a new home. Okay. Well. Oh, what can Browning do for you? Got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Eric Resendez had a good question. How hard is it to not pick up comedy styles? It is harder than you think when you're around them and watch, especially if, like, for me, and this is going to sound weird, okay? <clears throat> this is going to sound goofy. This is going to sound crazy, but it's not. Um, I mean, you guys know I'm really good at impressions, right? Like if you want an Australian uh, act, I'm the guy, you know what I mean? If you want, uh, an English person that's from Australia, I'm your guy. 
You know what I mean? If you want a Midwesterner from Australia, it's me. It's me. If you want a Russian Australian, hello. I'm the one. Choo 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 choose me. Right? <clears throat> but but true truly, um, like I remember as a kid it started because I would come home and I would mimic my teachers. And I would, I would, you know, tell stories at the, at the dinner table about my day at school and I would get in character, right? So I would pretend like I was my teacher and I would sit there and I'd watch her all day and then I would go home and mimic what I saw. And so it just kind of became one of those things where I was pretty good at mimicking people or whatever. And that becomes something that you become good at also subconsciously. So, and I think a lot of us tend to do that. Like everybody is influenced by others, but it happened to me one time. Uh, I was opening, I was hosting, I was brand new to comedy. I was maybe a year in, two years in, uh, probably two years in, maybe a little more. But I was hosting for a guy named Dave Landau, whom I absolutely love. I think he's one of the best comics in the country, a fantastic writer. And um, I was obsessed with Dave. Like, he was just so good to me. And I, uh, I, I got to work a weekend with him. And I remember by the last show, my cadence, because I would watch him perform, and then I would go home and watch videos, and I was just obsessed with how good his comedy was. And actually, I think it might have been the second time around that I opened for him. But I noticed that my cadence started to become like his, right? <clears throat> and I was like, ooh, that's, that's not good at all. I, I, you definitely don't want that. And there are times, like, depending on who I'm hanging out with, you know, you are who your friends are, too. So don't forget that. You are who you hang out with. We tend to pick up mannerisms or speech patterns or vocabulary from the people that we associate with the most, right? So, and I learned that because I used to get, <clears throat> I used to get picked on all the time. I was like, why do you want to be black? Barry thinks he's black. Barry was a, Barry's a wannabe. Barry, and it's like, well, no, all of my friends are black. That's who I hang out with. What am I going to be hanging out with all my black friends listening to ACDC and Barry Manilow and uh, no, you, you are who your friends are. You are who the people you hang out with good or bad. You are who you hang out with. And so you talk like them, you walk like them, you dress like them, you act like them. That's just, that's just, that's just human nature. <clears throat> so yeah. See, Kevin Hart said he used to do that to JB smooth. Yep. 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 That's true. Uh, that happens to me with people with accents, right? Look at Madonna. She went over to Britain for two weeks and suddenly she was like, hello. Right, yeah. I do that with my best friend, Julie. I start sounding like a valley girl. Ooh, am I called girl? Exactly. Exactly, Cece. It happens. I know when I'm around Trey. I, I can tell you when I'm around Trey. I don't want to do comedy shows with Trey because I end up, because we hang out and we'll Trey and I will talk forever hours you guys think we just do the podcast the other day uh when i was opening for basim him and mo Ammer came up to the show and they all left and it was just me and trey and i had some cigars in the car 
And we sat out and smoked cigars till 2.30 in the morning, just talking. And then I, <clears throat> you know, because Trey's so funny and he loves to talk and I'll listen. And then I start picking up his cadence and his mannerisms. And then I'm like, shit, I don't want to do that on stage. So you got to be careful, man. I do anyways. I got to be careful. Because uh, Ramina said, Barry's black? No, he just wants to be. If I had a nickel for every time somebody told me that in high school, hey, look at this wannabe. Like, you're so you're so ignorant. Unbelievably ignorant about how the human the human form functions. All right. Uh, so we got a lot of sports in and a lot of comedy. It's 320 already. Uh, I'll probably just sad news, bad news. Just because I have so much shit to get done before I leave and I'm trying to go to bed at a decent hour because I got to get up at, I'll probably get up with Nora at 4.30 in the morning because uh, I need to be on the road driving by 6.30. So uh, <clears throat> I'll probably cut the show a little bit short so I can get my laundry done and and uh, get everything squared away. Uh, so forgive me for that. I apologize. Learn, I apologize. Doesn't mean you need to leave early though. I'll I'll be here until at least four thirty. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but let's let's not delay this anymore. Yeah, I feel like a sheep herder. Remember the sheep herder? Hey! Yo, one. Happy birthday, Juan! Y'all, today is Juan Gonzalez's birthday. Juan, my friend, sir and or ma'am. Hi. Uh, hold on. <laughs> You're crazy, girl. Uh, sorry. Juan, homie, I know Juan's not here. He never shows up anymore. But Juan, brother, I uh, I hope you have a great day. I hope you get roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. I shan't be doing shots, but mentally I'm doing all the shots in your honor. Look at that. There goes another one, Juan. Look, hold on. Yeah. What? All the shots for Juan. Why am I closing my eyes like I'm making out with Juan right now? This is super weird. What happened? Feliz Navidad. No, that's Christmas, dumbass. Tony's out here. Merry Christmas, one. Tony, don't be silly. Don't disrespect the man on his birthday. Juan, you are number one in my heart. Okay. Damn, that was on beat. I'm like a DJ up in here mixing this shit. What? What? Hey, Juan, happy birthday, brother. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Thank you for supporting the show. And um, I don't know how old you are, but it's probably super old. So I hope you have a good one. I feel weird by not doing the shot because that's usually a good way to get out of your life. Okay, here we go. Look, hey, cheers, Juan. Uh, ah, ah, oh. Happy birthday, Juan. 
Um, Feliz Cumplianos. Feliz Cumplianos. Jawan. I don't know if that's. I just read that like Jet. Just read that in Jet's voice. Hey, H Town dude, I appreciate you, homie. Thanks for popping in. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Always a good time when you're here, man. Appreciate you. Uh, much love to you. And I will uh, hopefully talk to you next week. And thank you for the kind words. I will travel safe. It's the only way I know how. All right. Um, uh, años. No, Compilianos. Años. Ain't no años. <laughs> like you know. Uh, all right. Here we go. <laughs> here are my picks. I feel weird doing this. And I don't know why I did it this way, but I did. And I was just like, well, <laughs> let's just get to it. All right, here, here are my picks for the AFC. Well, I have NFL, yeah, conference championship round. I don't know why I thought this said NFC for a second. Here's my picks. I'll just come out and tell you right now. This is it. This is what I got. This is what I'm rolling with. Sucker. This is it. Okay? No, I want this one first. Chiefs Ravens. Ravens favored by three and a half. You can see, by the way, I put it down there in the bottom of the screen um, so you can see it as well. But uh, there it is. I am rolling. Hey, you know what? Let me. I should slide this over. That would be so dope to move it over. Look at that. Look who's fancy now, huh? 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 Uh, ooh, uh, that's too much. And then expand it a little bit. Oh, boy. Feels so good, Daddy. All right, that got weird. Now the perfectionist in me is like, oh, it's got to be. All right, so, yeah, uh, Ravens favored by three and a half. Look, I went Chiefs on this, and here's why. I got I to gotta stand behind what I said, okay? Raise it higher. What's wrong with it? Oh, it's in the numbers, huh? No, it's not. It's fine. I'm looking at it, Tony. It looks fine. It looks dandy. About three quarters of the way up. Oh, you want me to cover my face, asshole? Shut up, Tony. Uh, <clears throat> look. I picked the the uh I picked the Chiefs to lose in the wild card round. And that was stupid of me. I should not have done that. And so I said, I won't pick against the Chiefs again. I have learned my lesson, and I won't I won't pick against the Chiefs until they've given me a reason to pick against the Chiefs. And watching what they did in Buffalo, that defense, right? I mean, the Chiefs' run game looked good. <coughs> um, it, the, the receivers had a good day. Kelsey and crew, I just, there's, there's really no reason for me to believe that the Chiefs, with all their experience, can't go on the road and beat the Ravens. And yes, the Ravens looked unstoppable against the Texans, but I think the Texans were just overwhelmed, overmatched, and what are you going to do? Ravens are the best team in, in football right now. There's no doubt about that. They, they absolutely are. But... The greatest player in football is on the other side of that field 
playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. And until someone dethrones him, and I mean makes him look bad, makes him look, I just, you got to believe that Mahomes and crew are going to find a way to make it happen. I just, you know, is this like right now, it's like, it, it, it would be like picking the against the Warriors in the height of their dynasty or picking against the the Patriots during their Super Bowl runs. You know what I mean? Like you just, you just don't do that. You just don't do that. Now, yeah, now you pick against the Warriors, their their ass. <clears throat> but it says something that this game is only three and a half. Now, remember, just being a home team, you get two and a half points. That means that Vegas thinks roughly that the Ravens are one and a half points better than the Chiefs. One and a half points better. It's a really good defense. It really is. It's a really good defense. But here's the deal. We saw this Chiefs defense, what it looked like against a good running quarterback last week with Josh Allen. And in my estimation, and just my opinion, Lamar Jackson is not a better thrower of the football than Josh Allen. He may be at as good at running the ball. Right, He may be as good of a runner as Josh Allen is. Maybe slightly better. I mean, to me, they're, they're equal. <clears throat> but Josh Allen is a much better passer. So this Chiefs team, it's not like they haven't seen anything like Lamar Jackson. They just played somebody exactly like Lamar Jackson. And the defense acquitted itself well enough. Sure, they got lucky with a missed field goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Still got it done. So I'm just rolling Chiefs until I'm proven wrong. Do I would I be shocked if 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 the Ravens were absolutely not? No, that wouldn't shock me at all. I'd just be like, well, there you go. I said I'd pick them until I shouldn't, and I shouldn't. I'm just going Chiefs. I just now if you look over here on the bottom, right, right, right below me there, below me. Lamar is definitely a better agent. Than Allen. I don't know what that means. Uh, I'm just thankful I don't have to see the Cowboys or Packers. There you go. He's a better runner for sure. Lamar? Did you just put good Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson running in the same sentence? Yeah. Yes, I did. Absolutely did. Are they the same kind of runner? No. They're not the same kind of runner at all. <laughs> Donna says, absolutely not. No Chiefs in the Super Bowl whatsoever. She will not stand for it. Get them out of here. <clears throat> yes, I absolutely put those two in the same. In fact, let me, let me just go. Let me go. Uh, uh, hold on. Oh, my God. Bro, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Uh, let's see here. Stop it. Stats. Oh, shut up already for flip's sake. Dude, if this, if, if you don't stop. 
ESPN is just awful about auto running videos and shit. Like, bro, I, I don't care. Okay, regular season. There we go. All right. Let's see if I can make this work. Chrome resize. Don't bring up no raggedy stats. Turn on the tape. No. What are you talking about? Amos, what on earth are you talking about, bro? You let me let me explain to you. Let let me let me explain to you what it means is in regards to the stats and the tape. All right. First of all, Lamar probably runs more than Josh because he's not as good of a passer as Josh. So he's maybe looking to, you know what? I'm just going to tuck in and run. There's probably more designed runs for him. Okay. But being equally as threatening as runners doesn't mean they have the same running style. Lamar might be faster. Lamar might be more fleet of foot. He might be more elusive. But I promise you, he's not as easy to take down as Josh Allen. Josh Allen's not as fast as Lamar. Great. He's not. Totes agree. But he's also hard as hell to tackle. Harder than it is to tackle Lamar, I promise you. And not from an elusive juking standpoint. I'm just saying in general, getting Josh Allen on the ground. Kind of like with Jalen Hurts. It's just hard to tackle Jalen Hurts. Another good runner, but in a different way. So it's not like, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that they're identical runners. I'm saying they're equal threats. Maybe in different ways, but still equal in their threadedness. That doesn't make any sense. Josh isn't better at anything than Lamar. Stop it. He's had better weapons. That's it. This is, this is, this is. <coughs> I'm going to have to do this now. I'm going to be, I'm curious actually to see. I want to see. Uh, let's see. Rushing. Allen had 524 yards rushing. Hertz had 605. Lamar Jackson had 820 yards rushing. So 300 yards difference. That's, that's, that's a significant amount. That's a lot. Um, let's see. Uh, where is it? Lamar had five rushing touchdowns. Jalen Hurts had 15 rushing touchdowns. Josh Allen had 15 rushing touchdowns. So, Amos, you can... Ah, oh, that's not... All you want, bro. End of the day, there's Lamar's numbers right there. Okay, right you there. There it is, Lamar Jackson. There's his yards, 821. That's the touchdown category right there. See it? Titties right there. Uh Oh, you can't see that. That's the, this is not on the screen. Why is this not on the screen? I don't know. When we're showing you things you can't see. Here we go. Here it is. Right. Uh, let's see. Let me get it up here. Lamar Jackson, 22. 
821 yards rushing. Really good. Really good. That's the touchdown category right there, by the way. You see that? He had five rushing touchdowns. Five. <clears throat> um, let's scroll down here. By the way, there's Justin Fields for what it's worth. 657 yards, four rushing touchdowns. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 605 yards, 15 touchdowns. Josh Allen, 524, 15 touchdowns. And what I love is, what I love is when someone says, F them stats, I know what eyes see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bleep them stats. Totally get that. Totally get that. If we weren't talking about actual points on the board. I mean, what essentially you just saw is that Lamar Jackson will get a rushing touchdown one every five games. Roughly. Meanwhile, Josh Allen is getting a rushing touchdown one every game. You know what matters more than yards? Points. No one's ever won a game by having the most rushing yards. No, the referees have never stepped in and said, hey, you know what? We know this game ended in a tie, but the team with the most rushing yards is who we're going to give the dub to. In fact, I know last week there was a team that, that lost by seven points, but they ran for 200 yards, so we're going to give them that win too. Nobody does that, Amos. Nobody does that. You know how you win games or lose games? Points on the board, sir. Points on the board. Now let's take it a step further, shall we, sir? Let's go look at passing yards for a momento. <coughs> Lamar Jackson, 3,600 passing yards and 24 titties. 3,600 with 24 titties. Uh, Josh Allen, 4,329 titties. Hmm, 29 greater than 24. I'll take it. I'll take it. Josh Allen scored more points. <laughs> Jared, breaking news, everybody. Breaking news, points win games. Points win games. Points win games. What? Huh. Catfish said, look at touchdown interception ratio. I don't give a shit. That doesn't matter. 29 to 18 and uh, uh, where'd he go? 24 to 7. What does that matter? Last I checked... Titty to inty ratio didn't win games. How much points are you putting up? Ah. Uh, you can't really compare these two at all. You're comparing a pickup truck to a sports car. No, I'm really not. First of all, I'm not. Because Josh Allen has proven his legs, he could run just as good. Amos said, oh, now stats don't matter. Yeah, stats that don't affect the game. That don't affect the outcome. It's just like when you look at defensive stats, right? Like everybody, including yours truly, was like, wow, Cleveland's a really good defense. And they were. They were. But when it came to points allowed, nobody was better 
than the Ravens. By far, they were the stingiest. And at the end of the day, guess what? That's all that matters. Is they weren't giving up points while other teams may not have been giving up yards. But they were giving up more points. At the end of the day, that's what matters. It doesn't matter. Oh, well, look at takeaways. Who gives a shit? I don't care if the Ravens only had one fumble recovery all year. If they're only giving up 10 points a game, doesn't matter. What I'm telling you is the stat that matters is the touchdowns. 15 rushing touchdowns for Josh Allen compared to five for Lamar Jackson. You can do yards all you want. I don't give a shit. It means nothing at the end of the day. For example, Jalen Hurts, the tush push. Bro, if you get the Eagles into fourth and one or fourth and two or or fourth and goal at the two or the one, that's over. And you're not winning that battle. So does that mean that Lamar Jackson is a better rusher than Jalen Hurts or a better runner of the football because he's he's more um, dynamic, because he's more flashy? I guarantee you, those 15 touchdowns that Jalen Hurts has, plenty of those were game deciders, and they also came on fourth down. So what would you rather have? A guy that can run for 40 or 50 yards and then a drive drive stalls out because he's not a good passer or whatever, and you got to let Justin Tucker come in and save the drive? Or a guy that when it's fourth and two, you know is going to get you the two. Or fourth and goal, and he's going to get you the two. And listen, I'm not saying Lamar doesn't do that. I'm just telling you Josh Allen does it just as good. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's better. You are the one that was implying that. I simply said Josh Allen was as good of a rusher of the football as Lamar Jackson. I'm not throwing Jalen Hurts in that company. I didn't. I didn't. I just said Josh Allen. The Chiefs just faced a guy that could run the football and do damage with his feet just like Lamar can. And you were the one that's like, no, that's ridiculous. It's not. And I just showed you. Are they the same rusher? I didn't say that. I tried to be very clear up front. Yeah, Lamar's faster. He's shiftier. They, they, they're two different things. But they're, they're but I'd, I'd rather have the 15 touchdowns than the five. Wouldn't you? Amos, which one would you rather have? 15 rushing touchdowns from a quarterback or five? Can you answer that question in the chat? Would you rather have 15 rushing touchdowns or five? And let's be real clear. Oh, that vaunted, that vaunted Ravens rushing attack. Yeah, you're right. It's nothing without Lamar. And he's still only getting five. Come on, bro. That pickup truck is also a 1990 GMC Cyclone. <laughs> let's compare Jerome Bettis and Barry Sanders while we're at it. Okay. Okay. Why not? Why not? Are you telling me you can't? (laughs) The math teacher has spoken. 15 greater than five. Are you telling me you can't compare Barry Sanders? I can. I can sit here and make a case for both of them. I can make a case for both of them. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Catfish. I love you, buddy, but that makes no sense. 15 is more, not better. I don't think you believe that. I think you just thought that was clever. I don't really think you believe that. I don't think you believe that at all. I certainly don't think you believe. There's no way you believe that. 
There's no way you believe that. And by the way, for the record, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, there was only one running back in running back in football that had more touchdowns than them rushing. Running back, one. Raheem Mostert had 18 right there on your screen. Josh Allen had more rushing touchdowns than any running back, including Christian McCaffrey. Rushing touchdowns than any running back in football. And you're going to argue with me that he's not as worthy of a rushing opponent as Lamar Jackson. What? You guys make no sense. You guys make no sense. And and we're not talking about, oh, well, your truck and your Ferrari analogy. We're not talking about a drag race. We're talking about points on the board to win games. Amos says like MJ scoring 63 and still losing to Boston. Are you denying MJ's greatness? I don't even know what that analogy is supposed to mean. Catfish said, I'm the president of Josh Allen fan club, but you're off on this. Well, look, you may think I'm off on this. I just disagree with you. I said that they are equally, um, they, they are, they're equal in the fact that they can beat you with their legs and you have to be prepared for that. That's what I said. Go all the way back. And I even specified it by saying they're different types of rushers. They run the ball. And Josh Allen's fast. He's sneaky fast. But he's harder to bring down. Right? He's tougher to tackle. He's thicker. He's got a big base. He's got meaty legs. Juicy. What? No, Catfish, that was later after Amos was disagreeing with me. At the very beginning of this, at the very beginning of this, I was very clear when I said that the Chiefs just faced a team whose quarterback was a legit rushing threat. So they've seen that already. And they're going to be facing it again this week and when they play Baltimore. And Amos was like, did you really just say Josh Allen was just as good as Lamar Jackson at running the ball? Yeah, I did. In that regard, yes, he's a rushing threat as a quarterback. He can beat you with his legs. He can win the game with his legs. He makes you have to spy him with his legs. Yes, 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 yes. Are they the same type of rushing quarterback? No. This is ridiculous. I'm not even arguing with you because this isn't even like a close argument in my mind. Because I know what I said. You guys are making this, like I said, Josh Allen is better than Lamar Jackson or more gifted as a runner. That's not what I said, but I am telling you 50. I do know this. I know how math works and I know 15 touchdowns is better than five touchdowns in a year. I also know that. (coughs) No, that's you. That's you waxing poetic catfish. I said, I said, you're just, that made you feel good for saying that because that's not true. Just absolutely not true. Uh, it's just catfish flood the chat now. I am losing brain cells with some of these comments. What's up, McLovin? Like the overall points each QB accounted for. Uh, I don't know what that means. Oh, is there a stat that shows how much each QB accounted for? I mean, it's kind of like, I don't think so. Cause then you've got to look at passing touchdowns, right? Um, I mean, so I guess you could go passing touchdowns and rushing touchdowns. And just add those up. But Allen was better at both of those. I mean, I just. And he threw more interceptions. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely he did. You know who else threw a lot of interceptions? Brett Favre. Tons of interceptions. So. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I, and I'm with you, Donald. We'll just agree to disagree. But what I, what, I won't, what I won't sit here and just roll over on is for you to say that it's outrageous that I said that. It absolutely is not. And I, I have my talking points to prove my case. Whether you agree. And that's the thing. We're all going to, in sports, people are going to dig their heels in. And I don't expect you to change. I don't expect you to be like, okay, Barry's right. But I'm certainly not going to agree with you if I don't think you're right either. So you make your point, I make mine. And then we all make out or whatever. You want, I don't care. <clears throat> I hope the Lions win, but they probably won't. Oh, that's my other pick. Let's go back to the picks here. Now that Amos derailed the whole show. <clears throat> Disagreeing is the basis for sports media. Yeah, it really is. That's the other thing that kind of, that I hate bleed blue is like, I get, I'll get passionate in arguing this stuff. And it means nothing to me. I mean, I'm not, I'll get passionate about it. But then some people are like, oh, he screamed at me. I'm never coming back. That's just, we're just talking sports. I ain't mad at nobody. Okay. You get the last word, Amos. Amos said, my only issue is saying that the running styles are comparable. They're not in the same ballpark. Okay. Point taken. Understood. <clears throat> um, hey, Alan. What's up, homie? Good to see you, man. Thank you for the five bitty bitties, sir. All right, so give me the Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs um, and... <laughs> I love you and I hate you, Jared. Jared said I stand with Barry 90% of the time. And then he showers twice a week. Okay. I've been showering more, by the way, Jared. Just FYI. I have turned over a new dirty leaf this year. <laughs> Amos said, thank you, sir. Carry on. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's... I, I uh, <clears throat> started showering more just to... Not have stank balls. That's just the truth. Um, Chapter said, that's what makes you fun to watch. You express your opinions. Never mad about sports takes. Thank you, brother. Amen to that. Because there are, I'm not saying you and Amos. Amos certainly never gets that way. Amos will sit there and call me out all day, every day. He don't care. And then we'll talk shit to each other. And that's never the, no. But there are, I'm just saying in general, there are people who will be, who would get up that conversation that the three of us just had where y'all teamed up on me, where y'all ganged up on me, where y'all tried to embarrass me in front of our company. There were people who would have genuinely been like, fuck this show and left. Just because I was like, what? That is stupid. They'd be like, what? the man in the box said mean things. Uh, please tell me Barry gets sponge bass the other five days. No, I don't do anything. They're called hoe baths. They're called hoe baths. This is going to say my mom calls them hobo baths. They're called hoe baths, by the way. Not, not your mom's saying it wrong. She's putting a bow on the end of it. It doesn't need a bow on it. They're called hoe baths, Cisco. And if you don't know what that is, that's when you some skanch, some stank ass hoe, man or woman. By the way, we're not we're not just singling out women here. 
There's some nasty dudes out there. They just, they go out one night. They go out one night and they, they have sex with a stranger and they wake up in the middle of the night and they wash themselves with a washcloth and leave. That's a hoe bath. I don't do that. <laughs> because for me, as I remember when Barry was black, good times. And that's the people I mute on site. Yes, thank you. Famous, I agree. <clears throat> um, how are the Ravens only favored by three and a half? Said, show me your titties. I don't know. I, I look, that, that Chiefs defense is really good, bro. Really good. That, really good. Really, really good. I'll be interested to see, though. And, and let's be real. Let's be, let's be true about it. The Chiefs may have gotten lucky last week simply because they made such a big deal out of it on the uh, uh, broadcast, but wasn't Buffalo playing with, like, four linebackers and then one or two of them got hurt in the game? That sucks, dude. That, I don't care who you are. That sucks. One of them, I believe, was the spy for Mahomes, if I'm not mistaken. And he got hurt. So, eh. Maybe, maybe I have it the other way around. I don't know. Or maybe it was the Chiefs linebacker that was spying Josh Allen. Whatever it is. That sucks. Um, but I declared it last week when I picked them to beat the Bills, and I'm not going to waver on it now. Gambling-wise, I might look at it different. I got to look at Oh, no. It's on the screen. Gambling-wise, here are the picks, by the way. You can see them. They're right down there. Okay? Right there. Uh, spread was 3.5. The over-under is 44.5. Laminator 5000 says take the under. On this game. Now, Jerome Solomon on the TV show we taped today, which, by the way, a new TV show called Sports Saturday. It airs every Saturday right here in Houston, Texas on CW39 at 9.30. Saturday night, right after the CW39 news. You can check it out. It's me, Jerome Solomon, and Giselle Strong. She's missed the last couple because she's sick, but whatever. We have a good time. We talk sports, uh, and we try to make it fun. I'm bringing back Barry on sports. I'm Barry Lavanac, and this is what happened in sports this week. Did my first new one this week. Fun times. Uh, but I said on that show that I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, uh, going to bet against the chiefs. And Jerome said this week, take the over, which shocked me because you're talking about two really good defenses and yeah, you're talking about two really good offenses as well. But I, I said, I would be interested to see what the weather, what the weather looks like. And he had a good point in this. He's like, look, it was cold as hell there last week because he was there. He's like, I didn't thaw out until Wednesday. But that still didn't stop them from putting up 44 and 34 of that was the Ravens. I was like, fair point. So maybe do take the over. But um, in this case, the Laminators 5,000 saying take the under 44 and a half. It's also saying to take the Ravens and give the three and a half points. So you can give Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid three and a half points in a, in a conference game, conference championship game if you want to. But I'll be damned if I do. So I'm taking the Chiefs and the points. Thank you very much. Uh, on the flip side over there, Lions on the road playing San Francisco 49ers. Uh, oh, shit, I got to match that, don't I? Hold on. I can make this work real fast. Bam, look at that. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Uh, Niners favored by seven. That may have moved now. By the way, these numbers I got early in the week. The over-under was 44. Kaimi Del Greco cost me the over. <laughs> Kaimi Del Greco. Nice pull, Dre. Nice pull there, sir. <clears throat> Barry, are you driving anywhere that you can place proper bets, unlike Texas? 
Um, good question. I mean, I'm driving to Birmingham, so I'm sure I pass a couple of casinos or something along the way. But I, I make all my bets via Bovada, so. Yeah, yeah. Amos said DeMar Hamlin ended up playing, so you know it got rough for Buffalo for sure. For sure. John said hate stuff says it'll be Chiefs Niners. Okay. I don't know, man. There's a lot of people kind of walking back the Niners and Brock Purdy. We'll see. I think a, I think a big key to this is is uh, is Debo going to play. He was 50-50 at the time as far as injuries go. Let me see. Let me get an updated injury report here. Oh, Demo Samuel questionable now. Okay. <clears throat> That's interesting. Um, yeah, so Debo is now questionable. Uh, but Niners favored by seven at home. This is a Niners team that barely beat the Green Bay Packers. Took a last second, a fantastic drive on the part of Brock Purdy. Don't get me wrong. But it took that drive to beat them. And um, the Lions are rolling. And I look, when a team feels like they're unstoppable and they have talent, because there's the, that's the deal. Some teams think they're unstoppable and you're like, you don't have the weapons. And then there are other teams that have a ton of talent but just don't believe in themselves or don't believe in the team. I mean, yeah, look at the Texans. It's a good one. The Texans didn't have the most talented roster, but look how far they got just on belief. Believing in D'Amico Ryans, believing in C.J. Stroud, believing in themselves. I mean, who was Nico Collins before this year? Nobody. But he started believing in himself and huffing his own farts because C.J. Stroud made him believe. So the Lions, top to bottom, that whole organization is, is just feeling it. And I know there's no momentum in sports, and that's super overrated. But this team... It just feels like there's something special about the Lions. This is not a pick where I break down statistically that the Lions are better. I, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, the, the the Niners feel like they're stumbling a little bit. So I'm going uh, Lions in this one. Straight up, I'm, I'm <laughs> show me your TD say, did you just say huffing your own farts? Yes, sir. Show did. So I'm going Lions in, in this one as well. Uh, now, the Laminator 5000 spreadsheet information right here in front of your face. Spread is 7 over under 51. And again, you can't really see it. It's kind of tiny. I don't know. I didn't like pointing down to my penis when I said that. But you can't see it. That little red arrow right there next to the over under that lets you know whether to take the over or the under. Laminator 5000 says take the under 51. As for the seven points, Laminator 5000 says take the points and the Lions to beat the, 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 to, to, to beat the spread. Doesn't necessarily mean the Lions are going to win. In fact, you see those two numbers below their logos? <clears throat> That's what the spreadsheet, <coughs> excuse me, is predicting the final score will be. 26 to 22. That's just based on the formulas that I came up with. And yeah, usually I, I can judge like how close am I, like how good is that compared to by based on how close I am to Vegas is over under. So I'm at 48.4. We can compare that to 
uh, <clears throat> the uh, Ravens and Chiefs. And that was at what? Two. Let's see. 10, uh, 13, 43. So we were a point and a half off our prediction of totals, which is also why the spreadsheet says take the under. Because it thinks the Ravens score 23, the Chiefs scored 19, that that would be the final score of the game. And if you take the three and a half, that's still not enough. I just think it's going to be closer than that. <clears throat> so that's the spreadsheet talking. Same thing here. So it says that's why it's saying take the under, but it thinks final score is 26-22. And if you add the seven, that becomes 29-26. Thus, Lions against the spread wins. But I think the Lions win straight up. I do. I think the Lions win straight up. So that'll be that'll be the two bets that I place. In fact, put my money where my mouth is right now. Uh, would be really great if Mr. Irrelevant won it all. Yeah, that's true. Bleed blue. Um, then that will either be the only thing we hear during drafts or something we never hear again. Right? Right? <clears throat> Over under was oh yeah, uh, Louisiana, Mississippi. Yeah, I do, but I'm not. You know, what's weird, CC, is the path to Birmingham actually takes me up through Shreveport. So it's not like I'm going down the Gulf Coast and then up. I'm going north first and over to Birmingham. So I don't know. To be fair, if the LM5K was good, we would never hear from you again. You'd be riding into the billionaire sunset. Uh, No, it was really good. This is, is really good. Now, this year was okay. Last year, it hit on 55%. Google it. There. What a good winning percentage when gambling. <clears throat> um. Uh, here we go. This is, let's put this on here real quick. A lot of times people don't believe what I'm telling them either. So I'm gonna show you. So this just says when I put in that Google, what's a good winning percentage? This thing said 54% wins is great. Sports betting win rates of 54% is exceptional. This one says yes, 56 to 58% is very profitable. Yeah, this this year I'm at 50%. Okay, here's the lamp. Look, I'll show you. Here's the stats. This is this year's. All right. The Laminator 5000 hit at 49.46. It's not great. It's not great. I hit at 50.3. The over-unders hit 61% of the time. We, If you would have bet every time with the over-unders, you would have placed a total of 192 bets. Because we won 116, we lost 72, and we had four pushes. So, 61% of the time, the over-unders hit. Now, the crazy thing is, <clears throat> uh, let me go. It's going to be Chiefs, Niners, and KC wins again. Golf and Purdy ain't in Mahomes' league. I, you get no argument from me on that. Let me go to last year's gambling. Past Laminator 5000s, 2022, here we go. This is last year's Laminator 5000. So you can see this is the 2022 version up here in the top left, right up here. That's 2022. We hit the Laminator 5000 itself hit 55.5% of the time. 
It went 106 and 85 with six pushes. I went 55.75, winning 97, uh, losing 77 with six pushes. Over-unders went 50%. So last year, it was me and the spreadsheet whooping ass against the spread. This year, the spreadsheet and I aren't doing great, but the spreadsheet's killing it on the over-unders. Such is life in the gambling world. <clears throat> so, yes, it, it, but I'm not... I'm not placing 192 bets on the over-under. I just, I, I ain't got that much belief in myself, even though the numbers say I should have. Nope. Because what? What would that be? I want to do the maths real quick. If you lost 72, if you're, because I my unit is five. That sounded weird. My units are $5. Some do 10, some do a hundred bucks. Mine's five. I don't, I'm broke, bro. I ain't trying to. So, but if you did the five times 72 losses, you'd lose $360, right? So that's $360 there. That's how much you would have lost on all those games. Uh, 116 times five is $580, but you got to remember you're not getting... Um, you're not getting that, uh, back. In fact, I'll, I'll go here real quick. Let's go sports NFL. Here we go. So when you're betting over unders, you're losing, you're usually losing somewhere between, um, minus one Oh five and minus minus one fifteen, Right? So if I was going to bet the over under on chiefs Ravens and take the under like the spreadsheet, if I bet five bucks, I'm going to win $4.76 because it's a minus 105, right? Uh, if I do the minus 110, which is what it usually is, by the way, it's usually minus 110. So you win $4.55 because the, the, the house is making money no matter what. No matter what you wager on, the house is going to make money. So they're making, they're taking 45 cents out of your winnings. You bet five, you win five, but the house takes 45 cents. But you get your five back. So you get your five back plus the 455. So it shows as your winnings is 955. But in reality, you're winning $4.55. So keep that in mind. 455 is the number, right? So if uh, $4.55, <coughs> excuse me. If we multiplied that times how many times we would have won that times of that we had won $527 which would have brought our total to for the for the year equals that minus that we would have made $167 gambling at 5 bucks a bet if you do 100 cool you do 1000 even better so that's that's what that is and the same things you could figure that out over here I mean, I lost, I won one more bet than I lost, but that it's the house money is why you have to win 52 to break even 52% of the time just to break even. So I hope that explains it. Uh, your unit is actually 18 inches. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. Uh, Amos said when the average person hears you're gambling, they think you're laying hundreds and thousands. I think that's why he said that. Oh, no, no. In fact, I'm going to do mine real fast here. Uh, I don't want that over-under. I probably should take the over-unders. What did we do last week on the over-under? Let's see. 
Uh, last week, uh, one, two, and one. That was uh, playoffs week two. Yeah, it had, uh, okay, so uh, Baltimore-Houston was a push. <clears throat> and then it won the Green Bay game and lost those two. So one, two, and one last year, or last week. And see, I've rarely bet the over-unders. So I'm going to stick with um, my picks this week, which was I went uh, Lions. Oops. I went Detroit and Casey. Okay. So I'm going to take Casey and the points. Give me that five bucks. To win $4.76, place that bet. That bet is placed. And then I'm going to take the Lions and the seven. Yeah, baby, yeah. Five bucks to win, $4.76. The other thing, too, if you're confident, you really want to make some money. You money line shit. See, like this, you're playing the odds you're losing money. Place that bet. But let's just say I picked the Chiefs straight up. So that would be like going here and saying, you know what? I'm a money line. That middle one is the money line. And you can't really see it because it's zoomed in. Let me see if I can. There we go. So see, Chiefs are a plus 170 money line. So if I just think the Chiefs are going to win straight up, I'm betting the money line. So I would say, give me the Chiefs for the win. Five bucks. Now we're making money. But that's a riskier proposition because they're not the favorite. At least according to Vegas. Right? So you better believe if you're money lining a team, there is no doubt in your mind that they're going to win. As opposed to getting help by getting three and a half points. Capiche? So money lining the Chiefs would be uh eight fifty. Y'all want to do a little parlay? Let's do a little two team parlay. Yeah? Let's money line my picks. Here we go. I got the Chiefs and the Lions. So I am going to pick I'm going to money line Chiefs and Lions. There we go. $5 little two-team teaser. Little two-team parlay. Five bucks will win me $44.95 if it hits. If I'm a genius and I predict these two right, and it's Chiefs and Lions, I win $44.95. Are we doing it, chat? Are we doing it? Why does this betting slip say two? Did I mess that up? No. Chiefs parlay. Two picks. Okay. Let's do it. Little two-team parlay. Here we go. Place. <gasps> what? <clears throat> okay. That's it. We got our three bets in. So there's our three open bets. Uh, Chiefs in the points. Lions in the points. And uh, what the hell? Oh, there it is. I was like, what? What the what the frick? Did I do that twice? 122. Did I already do this once? Son of a bitch. Oh. Oh wow. Yeah, I have the Lions twice now. Dumbass. I forgot it. When I found out Debo was hurt, I went and grabbed the Lions. Alec, thank you for the three bits, buddy. I appreciate you, famo. 69 balance. Very nice. I like you. Uh, shit. I wonder if I could cash out. Oh, I can't look. I'm going to cash out that Lions at seven. Oh, wait. I just got an extra half point. 
Shit. I have them at six and a half. I thought it would go down. It went up. I think because people were piling on and getting it. Eh, shit. Should I cash it out? Nah, I'll just leave it. That's That was the Lord intervening. Okay, so there we go. There's my, there's my open bets. There's me putting my money where my laminator mouth is. That sounded weird. All right, let's do this. I'm going to take a quick break real, real fast just so I can go get CC, are you still here? Are you still here, CC? CC, is you still with us? Let's see. Done, 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 done. Look at me. Got all the slides in. Told Allison I like parlays. There you go. Chris said don't do it. <coughs> um... Mm, okay, I think I got everybody in the chat. Uh, no, I left. Okay, dang it, she left, guys. Sorry. All right, real quick. Let's sit on the corner, do some dope. I'm going to go grab her shirt and show her what I'm going to be sending in the mail to her. Well, what uh, Jenny's mom is going to be sending in the mail to her. And then we'll come back and wrap the show up. Probably get out of here about 4.30. So your boy can get ready to hit the road, Jack. All right, don't go nowhere. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminex. Seriously, like, this is not going to take long. Well, let's just sit on the corner and do some dope for a minute. And I'll be back in less than a minute, maybe. Maybe not even. Okay? Stick around. Don't go nowhere. Hey, Satan. Welcome back to the show. Final 15 minutes of uh, Barry on deck. CC. Happy birthday, Joe Hernandez. Wait, wrong Hispanic. Yeah. Racist. You're racist. Hey, do we have any interest in a monster truck rally? Uh, Jerome sent me an email. He's like, hey, you one of these guys for your show? So apparently I can get any of the monster truck rally guys on my show for an interview on this show. I don't know. Um, 
We uh, this is virtual via Zoom. Oh, it says interview a driver in the comfort of your own studio. I can just have them over to the house, make them sit in that chair right there, and be like, "So, you think you're big and bad because you drive a monster truck? How small is your pee pee?" Okay, and that's why they won't let me interview them. I'm sure. <sighs> Inappropriate behavior. Uh, all right, <clears throat> we've got 15 minutes left in the show. So I owed a couple of deckheads shirts. And not that I'm behind or anything. But I owed Perry a shirt from last year's fantasy. And now I didn't say I was going to do it this year. So whoever wins, uh, whoever won fantasy uh, this year. who we don't, I don't even know if we did. We didn't even look and see who the overall winner was. I still got to get your monies out to you or whatever the prizes were for fantasy. I haven't forgotten, but if it took me a year to get Perry a shirt, you, know, you can only imagine what it's going to take for me to get you your money. And just kidding. And Jen will make sure we get it done, I promise. But I owed Perry a shirt. Uh, and one year I had done a custom thing, but then I was like, you know what? I kind of want to go themed with the logo and everything. So this is what I made Perry uh, for the shirt this year. There it is. That's gold. Look at that gold, baby. What? What? Look at that gold. So there you go, Perry. That's your shirt. Um, that's, uh, yeah. Fantasy Champ 2023. So there's that. Uh, now, uh, for those of you that are members of the Patreon or those of you that don't, that aren't, I should say, uh, we can't have strangers sitting in Trey's chair farting. True. True. Um, so we have two different tiers on Patreon. We have the $5 big deck head tier and we have the $10 huge deck head tier. And then years ago, uh, Joe pro decided that this show was worth a dollar an episode and we were doing 20 episodes a month. So he was like, it's worth it to me. So he started paying 20 bucks a month. Cause you can adjust your Patreon monthly, whatever you can do more than the, whatever tier you're in. And he was like, for a dollar a day, you can feed a starving uh, YouTube fledgling, fledgling YouTube fuckface. And so that kind of just kind of as a joke, but that was Joe, Joe Pro just supporting being being a good human being that he is. And then others of you piled on and, and some of you have joined and then left and DeMata started his own tier. And it was called the George, the Jeff, George Jefferson tier where he was moving on up past 20. At one point, DeMata was doing like 35 a month. I was like... Timon, I think we have to make out. Um, so so uh, Jared Taylor has been a member of the Sally Struthers tier for a while now. And I'd never sent him his shirt. And I don't know how it, it slipped through the cracks, but he was like, yeah, I never got my Sally Struthers shirt. I was like, well, I will not have that. So everybody that is a pledges the $20 a month and is a member of the, the unofficial Sally Struthers tier, uh, this is the shirt that you get. I don't know if I can, I'm trying to see that. There you go. So it is a gold berry on deck logo. Huh? Huh? So it's an all gold berry on deck. And, um, this is a large for Jared's fat ass. So Jared, that's your, that's the one. Cause Jared was like, well, you gave me another shirt or something. I was like, yeah, that don't count. This is the only official Sally Struthers Barry on deck shirt. 
So, Jenny's mom's going to get that in the mail to you. And now we come to Cece. And I owed Cece a shirt, and I don't even remember why. But Cece was like, you owe me a shirt. I was like, well, shit, my bad. What is it? And then she told me, and then I forgot. And then I asked her uh, like six months later, and she told me, and I forgot. And then I asked her six more months later, and she told me, and I forgot. And then I asked her again, and she was like, I don't even remember. That was so 2023. I don't know. I Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. You gave me a shirt or something somewhere. I was like, no, I owe you a shirt. I'm going to send you a shirt. So she goes, uh, I was like, well, you know, do you want a shirt? And she was like, yeah, make it say fantasy queen or something. And I was like, well, no, I'm not doing that. But I had made my niece. She was, she said she wanted to run the Houston marathon in a Barry on deck shirt. So I made her one. And so I kind of got the idea from that shirt when I made this one, which is the very first official, I should say, hold on, I got it. Get this over here. First and official Barry on Deck Golf Club. CC is member number one. There you go. Look at that bad boy. That is the Barry on Deck Golf Club. And CC is member number one in the Barry on Deck Golf Club. So she is the first member and the only member. Uh, but there you go. So that was the shirt that I made for you, CC. So that'll be in the mail. Uh, I'll have Jenny's mom uh, before I leave. Tomorrow, I'm going to be taking all this to her and giving her the info to get them all in the mail to you. So there you go. All right. Uh, If that would have had Sally on the back, I would have wrecked my truck. (laughs) That would have been funny. That would have been funny. It just said Sally on the back. Be like, bro, I'm not wearing that. Yeah. So thank you, Jerry Taylor. I'm glad you think those are fire. I guess it's the least I could do to make up for the the delay in those. I hope you like them. All right. I'm glad you like it, Cece. I was a little nervous that you might be like, that's stupid. I don't want that. I said, Cece, you'll get it next winter. Alex Villanueva has been timed out for the rest of the week because the show is over in eight minutes. And he just got a 10-minute timeout because I am in a very emotional, vulnerable state, and I don't need your hate. Uh, Jared Taylor said, can they go in the dryer? LOL. Well, listen, fat boy, you don't want to be shrinking your, your, your shirts. Okay. Trust me, fat boy. Do not shrink your shirts. I recommend, by the way, I recommend, especially with the gold foil on them. Uh, and, and yours is all gold foil, Jared. If I were you guys, uh, cause this is all like heat press vinyl. It's still nice. It's like real thin. It's not bulky. It's. My recommendation when you get these kind of shirts, if I've made you, um, if I made you the shirts, like if the, if you're getting like a custom berry on deck shirt or whatever, I would wash them inside out and hang them to dry. That's just me. You know what I mean? Cool iron on them or whatever to get any wrinkles out. I would not throw them in the dryer. Turn them inside out. When you wash them, hang them up to dry. You're good to go. Whatever you do after this is your business. You fuck your shirt up, that's on you, pimp. CC <laughs> uh, said, I'm so excited we have a team, me, AJ, and uh, Total Dallas. Oh, really? You'll have a, a golf team? Nice. What's up, king of all twitches? 
Hey, Barry, great show. You're very entertaining. Can't stay, but fuck you very much. Okay, well, suck your mom's dick. And you're banned. No, 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 don't delete it. I'm banning him. King of all Twitches. Uh, he can go suck his mom's cock. And let's see, where did he go? Why did you... Uh... Oh, no, I got to go in there and find that. I'll do it after the show. But good job, CC. But it still shows up in my window. That's the only thing that sucks. Didn't uh, King of All Tw- didn't KOTA get banned yesterday? I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, but he's definitely going to be banned. Oh, CC got it. Thank you, CC, for banning him. I ain't got time for that bullshit. This old fucking Josh Ennis retreads. No thanks. <laughs> well, since the fat guy we like is it on, we we need to go fuck with another fat guy. <sighs> It's just, it's insane to me. Do you understand the level of loserdom you have to have to chase somebody around the internet? That is sad. Anyways, I'm not going to let them ruin the rest of my day. Uh, yeah, I was you dab yesterday. Uh, uh, yeah, another uh, NS cuck or ESPN 97.5 cuck. But yeah, they'll slowly come over here and talk shit and get banned and then I won't have to worry about it anymore. Um, let's see, one other thing that we didn't get to. And I had a video, and I guess it's not an official film session, but since we haven't run the intro in a while. And now it's time for a film session. Yeah! Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Stop it! All right. Here's our film session, and this comes to us from um, the great city of Buffalo with some of the weirdest, I won't even say best or craziest, weirdest football fans. Buffalo has this weird obsession about jumping through tables. I don't know why. I don't know why Bill's Mafia does this. By the way, Bill's Mafia, also a conundrum in and of itself, because on the one hand, they're super nice, right? Like if they play a team and their kicker misses a field goal to you know put Buffalo in the playoffs, if he was number seven, they'll donate $7 to his charity. You know what I mean? Like, like that's the, the cool things that Buffalo fans do. And, and then the flip side is they'll throw snowballs at the other team when their team's losing. It's super weird. Um, but um, this is part of their tradition of jumping through tables. And this little video here, you can kind of see this now. Look, don't try this at home, kids. This is a dangerous stunt, and you should not do this, even if you are of age and can make your own decisions because you're probably too dumb to choose this anyways, to choose whether to do this or not, I should say. Um, The fact of the matter is, They love to jump through tables. But this group of Buffalo Bills fans stepped it up a notch and lit the table on fire like some weird-ass, nerdy, evil, Knievel football fan. And then this happened. They're like, Buffalo, let's go, yeah! Through the tables! All right! He's like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, my ass. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
it's bad enough you live in Buffalo. Now, you have a charred asshole. You literally cooked your butthole, sir. Why would you do that? What I like is like right about, right about here, right? So here you're like, okay, that's fun. That's wrestling moves. I'm like, boom, yeah. You saw it spread a little bit, right? Because that was the lighter fluid sitting on the table. And he's like, ha ha, he's going to get up and destroy the table. And everybody at this point, you can't really see it here. But everybody else can see that this man's asshole is on fire. But for some reason, he doesn't know. He's probably like, oh, that's still the heat from when it landed on it. <laughs> right? And then he and then he realizes, oh, my God, my asshole's on fire. Uh, and then he starts he starts doing the, the uh, what was that song that Morse Day in the Time? Was it the oak tree? The oak tree. Or the bird. What was that song that Morse Day in the Time used to sing? But they did a dance. That's what it looked like. I think it was the bird. I think it was the bird. So my man's doing the bird right here. Literally doing the Morse Day in the Time bird. You go! <laughs> and they're all patting him on the ass, playing grab ass. He flops on the snow. He flops on the snow, which is, I guess, smart. But someone in the chat had the same thought I did. First of all, not everybody is helping, my man. There's more people filming than there is helping. And what I love is like right about here. If you look, my man's my man's right here. Well, hold on. My man's right here. Right here. Right here. You see this dude? You see this dude? He's got his phone in one hand and a beer in the other. He very easily could have put his phone down. And poured his beer on that man's poor butthole and put it out. And he chose not to. And he made the right call. That's just the right choice. If you're that stupid to fly through the air into a, a table of flame, well, you deserve to burn your butthole down to the ground. That's just how that goes. <clears throat> Total Down said, sit in the ice, idiot. He tried that at this point. He, he lands on the snow. Very aggressively, by the way, but it's not going out because because he's not laying flat either. Like, you got to smother it. And I saw one of the comments was like, do they not teach people to stop, drop, and roll anymore? I'm like, uh, he stopped, dropped, an asshole. Like, you, you just need to sit on it, man. <clears throat> I don't know. That's so weird. Uh, it's cold as hell here. He probably has a few layers on. I don't know. I don't know. That looked painful. That looked super painful. I like the dance though. I just want to sync that up to uh to that song by the Morris Dance. He was doing the Fly Eagles Fly. He's got a Lions uh sweatshirt on, by the way. Yeah, he's wearing a Lions sweatshirt. That's that's double weird. I don't know what I don't know what the significance of that is. Ouch, ouch. Nice. Told it out. Said that fire was dead center, unlike that field goal try. <laughs> Let's go. That is how you end a show, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Well done, Total Dallas. Well done indeed, sir. All right. Hey. Thank you guys for hanging out. CC, your shirt will be in the mail. Oh, that's. 
Jared Taylor, your shirt will be in the mail. Uh, CC, your shirt will be in the mail. And Perry, Perry waited so patiently, didn't even trip about it. Perry, sir, your shirt will be in the mail. Done skis. I love you too, Cisco. Uh, Alex said, where do I buy a shirt? I don't even think I have them up uh, on the website yet. Do I? Barryondeck.com. Thank you, Mr. Reyes. Hope you're well, buddy. Um, let's see. Merch. Nope. I have no products in the shop. I will get some online for you um, soon, Alec. I promise. How about that? I just need to post them up. I'm just being lazy. Uh, Todd said, hola. Todd who? Todd the show? But Toddathan? Uh, thank you, Uriel. Thank you, Reyes. Thank you, Jared Taylor. Um, mm, oh, yeah, Cece. When I was looking for something in my phone, um, Cece sent me a thankful Thursday on a Wednesday, and she said, you didn't put in PTO for yesterday, so... You've been deducted. Thank you for the $2.50. Thankful Thursday on a Wednesday. Uh, hashtag personal. I love you, CC. you the best. That's so funny. I will be sure to get my PTO in next time. I promise. Absolutely promise. Uh, all right, guys. I love you. Um, sorry for a weird, wacky, uncomfortable week. It's weird, but we'll get better. I promise. Uh, thank you, Donna. Hey, Ron. I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, thank you, John Dorier. Good to see you, man. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, everybody. Total Dallas. Good to see you, bud. Ah! Grandson said bye. Uh, appreciate you, Bleed Blue. <coughs> All right, I will see you guys when I get back. Uh, Todd, my friend. How are you, buddy? Good to see you. Thank you for being here, pal. All right, Rob. Thank you for the 69 biddies, buddy. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Don't forget, no show tomorrow and no show Monday. I will be driving to and fro the Birmingham, Alabama area. Until then, I love you guys. Be safe, be kind, and love each other. Please. Eddie's making a YouTube video.